Bella, how many times am I going to wake you? We are waiting for breakfast. My Aunt Martha stood over my bed, an angry scowl on her face. Can't you make breakfast yourselves? Martha clutched the pearls on her neck as if I'd insulted her. Why would we do such a thing? I hated my Aunt Martha. My mom died when I was four years old and my dad left soon after. I often dreamed of my mother and her beautiful smile. I looked just like her. I wanted to be a beauty queen like she was. Growing up, I used to wait by the window, waiting for mom to come back and take me far away. But Martha made sure I knew that she was never coming back. Neither was my dad. Martha made me clean and pick after her and her daughter Annabelle. Whenever I complained, she told me I should be grateful that she took me in when nobody else wanted me. When I was younger, she threatened to put me in a foster home. At the time, I had no idea where that was, but it sounded terrible. So I did everything she asked. Hi, my name is Bella. It means beautiful. All my life, my Aunt Martha told me that I didn't deserve that name. Watch my story and find out how an encounter with a stranger proved her wrong. After I graduated high school, Martha told me she couldn't afford to pay for college. Instead, she had me waiting tables at a restaurant she owned. Bella, order for table eight is ready. Sandra, one of the chefs, yelled. I hurriedly loaded a tray with everything the customer had ordered. I placed the tray at the table and asked the customer if he needed anything else. He didn't answer me. He just stared at my face. Your breakfast is on the tray and not on my face, creep. I thought to myself as I walked off. I'd never seen him at the restaurant before. I hoped he would never come back. There was something about the way he looked at me. It made me uncomfortable. The rest of my day was uneventful, but my mind kept wandering back to the man at table eight. He looked like he wanted to say something to me. Whatever it was, guess I'd never know. I didn't have a car, so I always walked home. I got my earphones and put on some music. I enjoyed the one hour it took to walk home. I'd pretend to be a model walking the runway in Paris, just like my mom. I'd imagine cameras flashing in my face as the crowd cheered. Excuse me, Bella? Was someone calling my name? I took out my earphones and turned around. The man from that morning was standing there. I dropped my phone and started to run back into the restaurant. Stay away from me! Bella, oh my god, are you alright? Sandra held my shoulders as I tried to catch my breath. Just then, Table 8 walked in carrying my phone and my earphones. I told you to stay away from me! I'm sorry for scaring you. It wasn't my intention. Can we talk, please? I promise I'm not a creep or anything. Hey, I saw you this morning. Yes, you did. My name is Romano. I'd like to talk to Bella privately if that's all right with her. Talk about what? Go on, Bella. I'll be right behind the counter if you need me. I've got 911 on speed dial, mister, so no funny business. Romano smiled as he led me to a table nearby. Did you already eat? You can have something while we talk. I'm not hungry. Now talk. What do you want? Why are you stalking me? Romano laughed. <laughs> I'd hardly call it that. I'm a photographer with a modeling agency, and I'd like to offer you a job. What kind of job? I have no experience in photography. He looked sad for a moment, then smiled. You have no idea, do you? How beautiful you are. The last time I saw a face like yours was... Let's just say I'd be honored to photograph you. Me? I'm not a model. I just wait tables here. You could be. I've been looking for you. I mean, someone like you. You'd be perfect for my agency. I don't even know you. Again, Romano looks sad. I understand that. How about I leave you my card? It has my number and address on it. 
Call me if you change your mind. I hope you do. He stood up and waved at Sandra, then left. I stared at the card for a long time. Who would want me to model for them? I was not beautiful. When I got home, I told Aunt Martha about Romano. I even showed her his card. She laughed and called me stupid. He's just trying to get you into bed with him. If he was looking for models, he'd ask Annabelle, not you. You'd think that with all the hurtful things my aunt said to me, I'd be used to it. But her words still hurt so much. I left the table and ran to my bedroom. A few minutes later, she knocked on the door and I thought she had realized how hurtful her words were and was there to apologize. I opened the door, ready to forgive her. We are done eating. The table won't clear itself. I decided to call Romano the next day. I couldn't live like this anymore. Romano sounded so happy to hear from me so soon. I took a cab and found him waiting for me at the agency. Fella, I'm so happy you're here. Come. I followed him to his office where huge posters of models hung on the walls. There was no way I could look like them. We spoke over a cup of coffee. He answered all my questions and the more we spoke, the more relaxed I felt. By the end of our meeting, I was sold. I left Romano's office so happy I was practically bouncing. I went straight to the restaurant and shared the good news with Sandra. Congratulations, honey. I can't wait to see you on a magazine cover. Sandra hugged me. We said our tearful goodbyes and I promised to keep in touch even after I became famous. I'd been working with Romano and his team for close to a month. Living with Martha was unbearable. Now, more than before. I was waiting for my first paycheck so I could get my own apartment. One day, we worked so late it was close to midnight when I got home. Romano dropped me off at the door. I found Martha so angry I thought I saw smoke coming out her ears. Is he paying you to sleep with him? Don't think I haven't noticed your new fancy clothes and your makeup. Your mother would be disappointed if she saw the kind of girl you've become. I'm glad you're not my daughter. I'd be so ashamed. My mother loved me. I wish she never died and left me with an evil woman like you. I was so angry. You ungrateful child. After all I did for you. She slapped my face. I ran out the door and kept running. I didn't care where I went as long as it was away from that monster. After walking around for an hour, I called Romano. I could barely get any words out in between my sobs. Bella, slow down. Tell me what happened. Romano picked me up a few minutes later. He found me sitting by the side of the road, shivering. I had no jacket on, just the dress I'd been wearing during our shoot. Belle, is this how your aunt treats you? For how long? Belle, the way he said my name, it sounded so familiar. Bella. What? You called me Belle. He was quiet for some time. It's what your mother used to call you. Yeah, I miss her. Wait, how do you know that? I grabbed the car door handle, ready to bolt. Who was this man? Please, let's go somewhere and talk. It's freezing out here. I'm not going anywhere with you until you tell me who you really are. I knew your mother. Who are you? I'm so sorry. This is not how I wanted you to find out. Find out what? Can you tell me what's going on? My name is Richard, not Romano. I'm your father. No, you are not. My father left me a long time ago. He has another family now. Is that what Martha told you? I couldn't sit still. I thought my heart would beat a hole in my chest. I looked up at the man claiming to be my father and I didn't know what to believe or what to feel. I was angry, but somehow relieved. I was angry at him for leaving me, but relieved he was back. My head was going to explode. Please, say something. Why did you come back? I've been gathering the courage to talk to you for months. 
I called Martha, but she told me that you wanted nothing to do with me. She refused to tell me where you were, so I came to the house one day. She was furious. She said that you were away at college and I was not to bother you. I didn't know. I left my card with her and I told her to give it to you. A few days later, a girl showed up at the agency and claimed to be you. What? Who was it? Martha's daughter, Annabelle. Why would she do that? She came to tell me to stay away, that she was happy with Martha and didn't want me back in her life. As Richard spoke, I realized that my Aunt Martha was even worse than I thought. The devil had nothing on her. When I told her that I knew she wasn't you, she confessed that it was all her mother's idea. She told me where to find you. I told her to tell Martha that their plan had worked. Richard had waited a few days, then showed up at the restaurant. I was speechless. Why did you leave me? He held his hands together and looked at the floor. The house you live in belonged to your grandfather. When he died, he left it to Martha and your mother. After your mom died, Martha kicked us out. I begged her to let you stay since I had nowhere to take you. I told her I'd come back for you. But you didn't. Is that why she hates me so much? You left her to raise a child she didn't want? How could you do that to me? I'm so sorry. I was grieving for your mother. He told me that after Martha kicked him out, he tried to get back on his feet. He was homeless for months. He'd watch the house and sometimes he'd see me out playing. He thought I was happy, so we left town. I had nothing to offer you, Belle. When morning came, I went into the agency dressing room and fell asleep. Later that day, Richard and I went back to the mansion. As I packed my clothes, I could hear Richard and Martha exchange some very unkind words. What do you plan to do now? Sandra and I were unpacking in my new apartment. I didn't have much yet, but with what Richard was paying me, I knew I'd have loads of stuff soon. I was excited. It had been a week since the craziest night of my life. So much was revealed that night. Richard and I were still getting used to being father and daughter. I talked to Richard about going to college. He thinks it's a wonderful idea. You're going to give up modeling so soon? No, I'll do both. There was a knock on the door and when I opened, Richard and a man I'd never seen before were standing there. The man was wearing a suit and carrying a briefcase. Belle, hi. This is Warren, your grandfather's lawyer. May we come in? The apartment was still unfurnished, so we stood in the kitchen and used the island as our table. Sandra excused herself and left. Bye -bye. What's this about? Warren has something for you to see. Warren handed me a stack of papers. I was confused at first, but as I kept reading, I realized what they were. It was my grandfather's will. I don't understand. It says that the mansion and the restaurant are mine? Your grandfather changed his will a few hours before he died. I stare at the papers in disbelief. Why was I never told this? I've been waiting tables at my own restaurant? The lawyer said that Martha paid him to hide the will. She still paid him every year. Over the next few days, the lawyer turned himself into the police. Martha was arrested soon after. I also hired a lawyer. Annabelle apologized for the part she played in her mother's evil plans. She also learned that Grandpa had left her some money in his will. She asked what I planned to do with the restaurant. I told her I was planning to sell it. She wanted to buy it with the money Grandpa left her, and I agreed. I wanted nothing to do with the mansion. It reminded me of all the cruel things Martha did. I was going to sell it too, but Richard had a brilliant idea. We could start our own modeling agency. I even have a name. What do you think about Bell Models? It was perfect. Months later, Richard and I stood in front of my childhood home. Now, Bell Models. It's so beautiful. Your mother would have been proud. I wish she was here. Me too, but I guess that will do. 
I pointed to the mural on the front wall of the mansion. It was a painting of my mom holding me when I was a baby. My dad held my hand as we walked inside, ready to start our new life. Oh, and did I tell you? I was also going to college to study photography.